What is the number one book that you would recommend to an early entrepreneur? A very important book is Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller, because it really will help you put into perspective how to just clarify your message. No matter what it is that you do, no matter what it is that you sell, that book is going to help you clarify your message and be able to use your message across everything that you're doing, your website, your social media, just anything that you're doing. I would say if you start with that book, you'll be so far ahead of the game. It'll be life-changing. I highly recommend that book. Oh, there's no question about that. It's a book that most marketers at my level have read six, seven times. It's called Influence, The Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini, and that's C-I-A-L-D-I-N-I. It's basically a copywriting book, but it shows all these mental techniques that make people want to buy your stuff. Now, it could be used for bad purposes, too, the same techniques, right? but I don't use it for bad purposes. But, but if you believe in your product, it's your obligation to get it so somebody doesn't buy an inferior product and get ripped off. So uh, it's uh, very, very powerful. Like I said, most people at my level have read it five, six, seven times. You know, so, so powerful. Actually, I have two. One is different by Young May Moon. And I don't know if you've heard about that one. But again, going back to this like branding and packaging conversation, that was the one that for me kind of kicked me into gear. I'm like, okay, I have to become a great marketer. And how do you build a brand that is different? Like you have this great product, but how do you build the brand side? And then everyone knows Brene Brown. Dare to Lead is the first book that anybody doing anything should read and particularly in business I think but that book is just cover to cover it's full of wisdom and truths about life and it's about business and leadership and building and so I would always recommend that one and I think her big thing is vulnerability that's kind of like the good stuff and that's the stuff that people pick up on and that leads people in the case of business or branding, it could be anything, but that's the thing that leads people to kind of buy in and get interested is like, if I go out there and I just act like I'm bulletproof and it was written in the stars for my company to be the greatest company that ever was, that's not as interesting as someone who just had an idea and wanted to try to build something that's sort of rooted in that idea of like being vulnerable and kind of putting yourself out there, which is the basis of any business or podcast or like you name it, you have to put yourself out there, which is that's hard. A couple of books that I would recommend, and I'm looking at my bookcase. So an early entrepreneur, one is E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. That is a great book for establishing yourself with processes and systems in place so that if you can't go to work tomorrow, then someone else could step in and fill that void for you. Another one that I read this year is The Gap in the Game, which was very, very good. And it's more of a mindset related book, but it helps you do some of those exercises like I talked about where you're evaluating what you're doing. You're looking at everything as an opportunity versus everything as oh, you know, if I made a mistake, I failed. From a spiritual perspective, I read a book this year called Don't Miss Out by Janine Cunnan. And it was fabulous because it really talked about how the Holy Spirit can help you. So if you are a person that is struggling with doubt, or if you are confused about your calling, it's a great place to start to really tap into the resource of the Holy Spirit within you to help guide you. Yeah. So I guess one of the big things would have to be imposter syndrome, right? A lot of us don't feel as though we're qualified to talk about 
about whatever it is we want to talk about. But you'd be surprised on a scale of one to 10, where 10 might be, you know, Tiger Woods and zero might be you just trying to get started. Or maybe somebody who has no idea what's going on at zero. You don't have to be an eight or a nine in order to show somebody something. You can be a four or a five. And by being that four or five, you can teach the ones, twos and threes that are just trying to learn it. And I learned that from Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. It's a really great book to check out and really kind of gets you over the idea that, oh yeah, I can teach people this. You know, I can figure this out because you're ahead of a lot of people. So as long as you're one step further than the person you're trying to teach, usually you're going to be able to give them more information because you already have more experience. If you're an enthusiast, you enjoy doing it. It's something that you do already every single day or multiple times a week. You're going to inevitably know more about it than somebody who is just learning about it, who's just getting into it and wants to learn more. So Expert Secrets is one of the better books that kind of changed my thinking on this whole being able to, I don't want to say be an influencer. It's such a weird term, but you know, being in a position to where you can show other people something that you are already doing. Contact marketing. This could be a long tangent, but guys, just write down Stu Hynek. You're not going to be able to spell his name right, but how to get a meeting with anyone. Stu Hynek, how to get a meeting with anyone. And I shouldn't have said that if you do spell his name right. Comment that you did because I'm impressed. So Stu Hynek, how to get a meeting with anyone. He's the founder of Contact Marketing, and his whole strategy is through gift giving and unique differentiating strategies to get meetings with people that are potentially hard to reach or out of your league. So he wrote a book on how to get a meeting with anyone and he has different strategies. For me, I create cartoons. So we create cartoon digital headshots of people. So I don't say, Hey, Priscilla, have a meeting with me. I create a cartoon then you can call the executive assistant and be like, you know, Elizabeth, I'm creating a gift for Priscilla. She doesn't know me yet, but this reason, this reason, this reason, I think that she deserves it. Can I ensure that it at least gets to her? And then you create this cartoon. You can put it on a billboard. You can frame it. It's just one example. You mail it to them and then you track it. And when it arrives, you call, I think I said Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Priscilla's gift came in. You know, you can even open it and see it if you want, but make sure it gets to her. So you're creating like a whole strategy to reach people. And Stu calls it contact marketing. He wrote an entire book on it. So I don't want to try to reinvent the wheel here, but it's all about using differentiating strategies to provide value well before you even ask for a meeting. So then when you ask for the meeting, People want to take that meeting because you've already brought value into their life. The first one I read when I started was The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. You've got Traction by Gina Wickman. It's also a great read. From the cultural perspective and getting the balance, it's probably a bit dated now, but it's still relevant. The principles and they're the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. Those three books have probably had the biggest impact. There's a number of books around then. They're scaling up. And there's, of course, our book called Enjoy It by Craig West. Craig West is the founder of Succession Plus in Australia, which basically captures our whole methodology and process of I've talked about the 21 steps it's captured in enjoy it so clearly that's the book I would most highly recommend to me the company or a person that can best answer someone's question is seen as the most helpful 
and then is seen as the expert in that field. So, and that could not be the case. Someone might have more information than you or have more experience, but if on your website or if when you're talking on podcasts or anything where you're interacting with a prospective customer, if you're giving information and giving value, that draws them in. So when I say different schools of thought, I've heard all across the board on how you should present your website. And some people are very you know, let me hold information close to the chest and let me have them book a call with me and then I'll tell them all the information they want. My train of thought is almost the opposite, which is give them the information that they are wanting right away and you'll be perceived as more knowledgeable and more helpful and more valuable to them. There's this great book called They Ask, You Answer. And it talks all about this company that took that approach and did organic SEO in that way and just grew their company within their industry as the top company for that, just because they collected questions and they answered them for people. And so they get them for free. I would say Start With Why is by Simon Sinek. This is one of the ones that really forces you to come to grips with. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing. And you have to get that mentality that even if nothing seems to work, there's a mission behind your message. And this is not a Christian book, by the way. It's simply saying that you have to know why you're doing what you're doing. And all the greatest corporations start with why. And if you do start with why, this book really helped me just to get a focus that no matter what's happening around the how, it's all great. The who, yeah, I might hire some people one day, but the why will never change. Why I do what I do has to be firm. So I love that one. There's so many other ones I could recommend. I actually have a toolbox on my website where I recommend several different books. So if they want to check out the rest of my recommendations, they can go to godagates.com and check out my recommendations. But yeah, that's the one that if I had to start right away and I had no other books, I would tell them to read that one because I know it would set up the foundation for the rest of their business and um, will get them the right way to go. I am the queen of buying books. I have so many books. So Lisa Tosti has a book. It's called Hustle and Flow. She talks about understanding and accepting the masculine and feminine, that there's a little bit of hustle, but there's a little bit of just letting go and letting it flow. I've actually worked personally with Lisa and I love her book and her work. There's one called Letting Go. I can't think of his name, but it's a big one. It's basically saying like, give it up, give it up, stop trying to control this stuff. And it's hard, especially for somebody like me, who's got a lot of reasons why I think things need to be done a certain way. For me, that's my biggest mindset challenge. One of the things Lisa used to say to me when I'd get all up on my head was, did you go to the beach today? Go to the beach, go for a walk on the beach. I'm like, I can't go to the beach. I got to do this and this and this. And she's like, stop, drop everything. Time and time again, when I do that, that's where I see the opportunities happen. Or that's when my brain stops thinking and I come up with these great ideas, right? And I'm always going to be reading them. I'm always looking for more. So anybody that's listening to this, if there's a book you think I should know about, connect with me on LinkedIn and tell me what book I should read because I always want to find new ones. There's a new book that I've gotten hold of lately, People Fuel by Dr. John Townsend. That is a fantastic book. We kind of take our health seriously sometimes these days and we're deciding what kind of foods we want to put in our body and what kinds we don't want. It speaks to the situation you mentioned earlier as well. Like some people are just not good for us. <laughs> They're toxic. It's not like we don't love them, but sometimes we need to kind of create some distance. We need to create some boundaries. Townsend's famous for that. Wrote a book, Boundaries, with Henry Cloud. He's really good at explaining what those mean. I've definitely used that just like thinking about the ways that I can build better relationships because that's what it's about. It's not about excluding people. It's about including the right people that I'm doing good for. I'm a good nutrient for some people, but not for everyone. That's fine. 
but you know, to be the best me, to steward what God has given me well, then I need to understand where I begin and where I end. And that's a great one for really diving deep into that. Obviously, the Bible is the best book I've ever read. And there's a parable in Matthew 25 that talks about stewardship, and it helps me frame how I go about business. So that's one. And then on my shelf over here is one called The One Thing. The book's called The One Thing, and it helps you focus. And then from marketing, I've read so many books from Dan Kennedy, Roy Williams, The Wizard of Ads. I mean, if I had to boil it down to one, I'll tell you what it is. Positioning the Battle for Your Mind by Jack Trout and Al Reese. Okay, that is by far the most important book I've ever read in marketing. I'm trying to find the date that I bought it, but I read it back at least by 2013, but probably earlier than that. That book will help you understand how marketing works in the mind of your audience. It's still available on Amazon, Positioning by Jack Trout and Al Reese. Probably the best, most influential book I've ever read on marketing. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with the Reinventing Perspectives podcast. We value you. See you again next week. Mm-hmm.